This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. My guest is novelist and former book editor, Zakia Dalila Harris. Her debut novel is The Other Black Girl. Zakia, welcome to Book Talk. Thank you so much for having me, Diana. I'm excited to chat with you today. What's happening as your book opens up? Well, we are thrust into someone's world that we don't know. Uh, The prologue is unnamed. And this person is on the go. Something very frightening has happened. And a lot of it is just us, the reader, trying to figure out what's going on. Why is this person on the go? Why are they leaving the city? Exactly. And then in chapter one, what starts? Yeah. And then we are in Wagner Books, a very prestigious fishing house in the heart of Manhattan. And we are with a character named Nella Rogers. She is a 26-year-old editorial assistant, and she's been the only Black person working there for a couple years. And it starts with her sitting in her cubicle, and she smells something. And that something smells very familiar. It smells like a hair grease that she uses. And she slowly starts to wonder and realize if perhaps that smell is coming from a new, possibly new Black coworker. Did you ever wear kids to work like Nella did? All the time. I don't get that question either. And I'm honestly so excited that you asked because I love kids. Well, it's so sensible because <laughs> you have to walk around a lot. You have to walk around. You go to the printer. You got to go down the hall. And they can also be pretty fashionable, too, I think, if I say so myself. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's not often you have big meetings if you're the assistant, right? Right. Who is Kendra Ray Phillips and Hazel Marie McCall? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start with Hazel. So that smell that Nell is smelling in that first chapter, that is Hazel Marie McCall. She is a Harlem born and bred young black woman uh, about close to Nella's age has long, beautiful dreadlocks that are tied with ombre color. And she is just really cool, to put it really simply. I mean, she is down. She is up to date on all of Black Twitter, all of that world, and is just this beautiful and very Black and openly Black, I should say, presence at Wagner Books. And so Nella feels very drawn to her in the beginning, I guess I'll leave that there for Hazel, but uh, for Kendra Ray. So Kendra Ray is in, or was, I will say, an an editor at Wagner Books many years before Nella. So Kendra Ray is, in a lot of ways, the beacon that Nella looks back to. As As Nella is the only Black woman at Wagner Books, it's hard, but the thing, one of the things that carries her along is knowing that Kendra Ray, who is a Black woman, um, doing it in a time, working in publishing at a time that was uh, inarguably harder, a uh, very different time in the 80s. And um, so Nella has this very romantic idea of Kendra Ray's life. But uh, through the story, we get to see Kendra Ray as a person in that time. And we learn about a book that she edited with another Black author named Diana that was very successful. But, of course, with success comes complication. Worked in publishing for two and a half years, first as an editorial assistant, then promoted to assistant editor at Knopf Doubleday. Mm-hmm. 
How many different books a year did you work on? Oh my gosh, so many. Uh, my two bosses, very wonderful people, very um, on the younger side too. Um, so they picked up a lot of authors. Um, let's see, I would work on, I mean, they're all in constant stages of, of course, uh, development, but I'd say I'd be in touch with anywhere between 15 and 20 authors a year. Um, and they would still be fine. <laughs> they were exceptionally, I mean, one of my editors, um, Andrew Miller worked with Ken Burns. And so Ken Burns turns out a lot of, of course, content, wonderful content. And then, um, my other editor would work on a lot of fiction. And so I was constantly, you know, there was just a lot going on. <laughs> just a lot. Why did you quit when you did to work on your own book? Was it the fateful encounter in the office bathroom? How did you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean that that was a big thing. I so I'll, yeah, I, I ran into um, well, ran into is maybe uh, an overstatement, but I happened to see another black woman in the bathroom while I was working at um, this publishing house and had a lot of feelings seeing her because I was the only black woman as far as I knew working on my floor. And I noticed she had a work badge. So I was like, okay, you're not an author. You're not an agent because that sometimes did happen. We would, although still not as often as I would have liked. Um, and so I was like, okay, who is this woman? And I, I was kind of given signals, trying to kind of catch her eye, do the thing that a lot of black people do. We nod at each other when we're, especially when we're in these kinds of spaces. And there was nothing. And like, I still don't know to this day. I wonder if she's like heard the story now. And it's like, I didn't know that was going on. I'll keep you updated. And she does reach out. I went back to my desk after that. And I thought about not so much about her, but why I had been so um, just like reaching out, wanting to have some kind of moment of like, hey, look at us. Like we're in this space together. Like this is really awesome. And how I often, I think out of protection for my own sanity, didn't think about how I was the only one that often. I mean, I obviously knew and I knew you know, I, we had those town hall meetings, we had those diversity conversations, we had a, a few things here and there, but like nothing ever really gained, gained traction. No one really seemed to want to make the actual change that needed to happen. And so I had all of those thoughts and, you know, the book came uh, from that interaction immediately uh, at my cubicle. I wrote that first chapter I was talking about in my cube. But I also should say that, like, I also had really been tired of working in publishing. I had been there for only two and a half, three years, but I, I knew I wanted to be a writer when I was like six. And I think as I got older, I was like, that's not a really easy dream to get, um, or at least not be able to live off of that. So I, editorial and editing was something. Yeah, I love, I mean, and I really enjoy editing and I love that process of working with an author. And after I quit, I did do some freelance editing um, with some other Black authors that I loved, but I didn't necessarily feel like I could work on the books that I'd want to work on where I was. Um, I wanted to really like 
Nella in my book, um, edit Black authors, Black writers. Um, but it's also just so much work. We're talking earlier about unsung heroes and editorial assistants, a lot of work. Being an editor is a lot of work. Being a young editor, trying to prove yourself, uh, trying to get those meetings with agents, which we also see in the book. All of that is a lot to navigate. And um, finally, I was like, you know, I have this dream. I can't work on anyone else's book until I, I see my own dream through first. You make fun of the diversity meetings in your book. And it did seem like people were talking in circles. What should have happened? Yeah, that's also, these are such good questions. I mean, (laughs) I love these. Well, I think first and foremost, the thing that needs to happen is, again, we need to look at the individual. How How are we actually going to make concrete moves that will make black person or brown person or anyone from a marginalized background not just want to work here and how do we not just hire them but how do we keep them that's the really the most important point uh, one of the most important points I wanted to convey what's your message with this book yeah I you know my message is that we black women black people are not a monolith um that is my that is my goal. I mean, I, I want readers, I also want Black women and Black readers to feel seen by this book and feel like I have um, encompassed not the only way of Black thinking, but multiple ways through Kendra Ray, through Diana, I mentioned before, like this, how do we, what's the best way to move up? What's the best way for progress for all Black people? And also, I just want readers to have fun. <laughs> well, thank you. My guest is Zakia Delia Harris, author of The Other Black Girl, published by Atria. This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. Thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure, Diana.